Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. Today's interview warranted two what-ups for the introduction. What can I say? Simple pleasures. I'm excited today. We are going back into the Genesis community for an awesome interview with none other than Ozzy Rodriguez. Ozzy is a San Jose WordPress web designer, and we met at WordCamp last year in San Francisco. Just the nicest guy ever, and his work is great. He's also involved in a couple other cool, exciting things. And I'll let you uh, just listen to the interview and, and get a scoop on what's going on with that. And you know me, I always kind of dig into the back and the backstory of, of how people got here. And Ozzy shares all that with us today, too. He's got some awesome skills. Check him out at OzzyRodriguez.com. And if you want that to be easier, you can just go to the WPChick forward slash com. <laughs> Easy for me, right? The WPChick.com forward slash Ozzy. And that'll link you to his site. So anyways, enjoy the interview. Make sure to connect with Ozzy. He's pretty active on Twitter. Um, and I'll have all those links in the show notes. So enjoy the interview, guys. I'm going to go ahead. We'll let you introduce yourself. But um, thank you so much for being here today, Ozzy. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. So uh, my name is Ozzy Rodriguez. I build websites with WordPress using the Genesis framework. Um Pretty much exclusively. Um, I'll do like theme edits for other stuff. Um, I also co-host a podcast on WP Bacon, um, which is a little bit of WordPress, a little bit not. Uh, we take stuff. It, I mean, it usually has something to do with WordPress, whoever, whatever guests we have on. Um, they use WordPress, but kind of think it outside of the box. They do like grandiose things like outside of WordPress. So um, just a little different take on the, po- on the WordPress podcast. Kind of, well, good. Yeah. well, mine really is not a strict WordPress. It's it's kind of business too, and that's funny because um, I'm going to interview Robert. I, uh, yeah, I reached out to him too, so I want to get him on here as well. Um, Robert New is how you pronounce the last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, such yep. a partner. Okay, good. So let's jump in. Uh, so before you launched, and and everybody just like normal, I'll have all the links to everything we talk about. Will be in the show notes because uh, you can check out Ozzy's site. It's just OzzyRodriguez.com. Okay, so what were you doing before um, Ozzy Rodriguez, and or and, and how did how did you get into web design and and you know to where you are today? I've actually been designing websites, kind of like moonlighting and on the side for I don't know. I probably built my first website like in '97 when I just graduated high school, um, and it was just for fun. Like I'd do it on the side. I'd you know help some friends out there starting a business, or whatever. Um, but my primary job was uh, I designed circuit boards, kind of an engineering type. I connected dots for a living is what I like to call it. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so I did that for, wow, 15, almost 15 years. Then, uh, yeah, I got laid off. I took some time off and I kind of, uh, I was just like, I was sleeping all day and just hanging out. Um, and then people started hitting me up more and more often, um, for websites. And so then I kind of turned that into, well, you know, I'll just do this and, so I launched AussieRodriguez.com and away it went. I've been in, uh, I've been freelancing on my own in business for two years now. Nice. That that's great because I think a lot of people um, 
big, you know, how, how am I going to do this and, and cover all my expenses really when they're getting started? So, and yeah, it just happened by accident for me, which really. is great. And I mean, accidentally in terms of losing your job, it's what kind of a blessing, but the fact that you'd been done it, doing it prior, you know, people trusted you already. Yeah, definitely. Like it was, it was one of those things where, um, like I, I had experience, you know, doing it. And so it wasn't like I was jumping in with, you know, two feet, something I'd never done before. So, um, so it kind of worked out. When did you start working? Were you working with WordPress all the time or were you doing HTML sites originally? Um, I mean, back in, back in the, back, back in the day was HTML sites. Um, Flash. Wait, WordPress wasn't around was, in 97, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first CMS that actually worked on was Joomla. I did a lot of stuff on Joomla. Um, I really liked it. And then they came out with this update that I absolutely hated and nothing worked. Um, the way it was supposed to, I think it was like 1.7 versus 1.2. Uh, I don't know. Um, and I was like, well, this sucks. Um, and it was weird because around the same time, WordPress kind of started taking off and it allowed you. Um, that's when uh, it was around that same time where WordPress, you started being able to do more with WordPress rather than just blog on it. Like kind of build out these, you know, build out sites easily. Uh, I'm sure you could have done it before, but it was a, a lot more work. Um, and so then I was like, oh, so I started getting into that. So uh, more and more of my stuff was on WordPress and less and less on Joomla to the point now where I, um, if anybody ever calls me with like a Joomla, hey, I need this done, I farm it out or I hey, go, go call this guy. He loves Joomla still. So, but now I'm strictly WordPress. Well, and have you found for yourself, I mean, Going strictly to WordPress, obviously you can, uh, scale's not the right word, but you can perfect what you're doing because you're just sticking to one platform. And, you know, and I always say that with, um, and I'm curious too, like when you decided to do strictly Genesis, and I've always said this, I, obviously that's all I use. I don't have time to do anything else. Um, and my business, we have very different businesses, but for them, I think there's probably other good frameworks and stuff out there. I just don't have time. So what made you decide? Um, obviously I think Genesis is a cut above everything else too, but when did you strictly start working with Genesis? Um, I'm, I'm actually pretty new with Genesis. I started really working with Genesis, I don't know, a year and a half ago. It was like summer. So after I said, Oh, I'm going to just going to work on, you know, I'm just going to build websites for people. And so I was using like underscore S and stuff like that. Um, and then I kind of stumbled upon, I actually started, I found like the Genesis framework. I wasn't like out Googling and stuff. Um, I joined Clout and I found Brian Gardner on Clout. And that's how I found Genesis. And so then I tried it out. I'm like, oh, this is, this is freaking amazing. Um, and I was converted, you know, like a, a, my learning curve was about a week and a week or two and away it went. So I've been using Strictly Genesis since then. I see no reason to use anything else. It does everything I want it to do. Um, I can do anything with it that I want it, that I want to do, and that's the great thing. There's other frameworks out there, and they kind of limit you as to what you're able to do, or they do what they do really well. Um, but if you want to do anything outside of that, then it's a real pain. And Genesis doesn't do that, so um, I love it. Now, it, with this, so obviously you taught yourself Genesis, but so did you have any experience in? or I should say experience training, professional training or anything, or did you go to school for HTML, CSS, PHP, or are you just you self-taught? Oh, I learned by doing. 
Yeah, I was one of those guys. Everything, <laughs> everything I, everything I know how to do is just trial and error, and um, even as even as to matters, uh, I've actually gotten a lot more into design now. So, like when I first started, it was a lot of like PSD to Genesis or working with like agencies. They had their own designer; they didn't have a developer. And so now it's like I see trial and error. It's like, well, that doesn't work. It's like, well, why are you hiding the add to cart button everywhere? Or I think you can go to school for a lot of stuff. I think the the space changes so fast. I mean, and now even WordPress is, you know, the updates are coming fast and furious. It just changes so much. And even as far as um, like the webinar that that, that uh, you did yesterday, I wanted to join it just, you know, to see what it was all about. Um, but it's you really have to evolve and you have to kind of go with the flow. Um, so, I mean, not I'm not saying don't go to school or, you know, anything like that. Like you could definitely learn a lot. But um, once you get out there with anything else, as with anything else, you have to roll with the punches and kind of go with it. And you're definitely going to be learning as you go anyway. Well, and I think, too, it's like what you brought up about, you know, agencies and, and starting to look at the design piece of it. And um, since you brought up the webinar, I do have a question for you because to me, there seems to be a disconnect between, like I was saying last night, um, that this, I don't want to say purist mentality, but, you know, creating valuable content, having, you know, great sites over here, and then the sales and marketing piece of it, and tracking and measuring and converting. And that's what makes a business. Do you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, do you see a gap between there? To me, it feels like there's like two very separate schools of thinking, and that the term internet marketing has gotten such this slimy <laughs> perception internet marketing has kind of become the new seo like you hear seo and oh that's slimy and that's like some guy like in the corner in a back corner like selling you whatever um and the term internet marketing um has kind of taken that connotation i actually read there's a i tweeted it out this morning um a guy named dino dogan we had him on the podcast oh i, I um, know his name yeah yeah, so like he's, oh my gosh, if you ever listen to anything he does or read anything he does, it's just so inspiring, right? Um, and he, he, you know, he does like appearances for companies and he does talks and, you know, he presents for like C level execs. Um, and that's how he makes a living. So he wrote this piece on, um, content and then tracking it. So I think it kind of depends on the kind of content or product that you're, you're, you're trying to put out there. Um, if you, if you're trying to break the mold, um, you know, whether, whether it be your product or your content, I think you kind of have, you have to look at the data that you're getting a little differently and kind of take it with not a grain of salt, but it's like, you know, maybe some, maybe there isn't a measure for what you're trying to do. I mean, just, just think like if like Steve Jobs had, oh, well, you know, everybody else is doing this, so I will do that too. Like, where would we be today? So, I mean, there's a disconnect. I, I think in some in some circles and some, some adaptations, there's definitely, they should go together. But in others, um, it shouldn't. Um, so, and I, I like how you said um, creating valuable content. Um, because it's a lot different than just content. I mean, you can farm out writing 30 articles a day if you really wanted to. But how valuable is it? And so I think... Uh, that's the other thing with like Google and SEO, their content isn't king, like valuable content is king. Uh, I, you know yeah. what? I just, I agree with you. I just listened to an interview um, 
with it was Syed Balki of WP Beginner. He was on the eventual millionaire with Jamie Tardy. And he was saying that, you know, not only does Google, I mean, because the length of content is matters too, but Google's really looking at does this sound like a human being wrote it and they're talking to their audience? Is there a personal, you know, so I don't know how they do that, but that 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 is important, right? I mean, in the way it sounds, because you can definitely tell if a blog post is spun or farmed, or somebody's just trying to use, you know, particular verbiage or whatnot. But um, yeah, I I, t- I totally agree. I think in terms of you, know, so you got to sort of blaze your own path to a certain extent. My my disconnect was why don't people <laughs> put more energy into this stuff? You have to market and sell yourself, however that looks for you. And I think you you, you got to stay in alignment with that. But but there's you know, selling and, and paid traffic is huge. There's nothing wrong with it because you're targeting the people you want to work with. Right. And I, I think as long as your message and your content is in alignment with really providing value, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, AdWords, ad, there's nothing wrong with AdWords or Facebook ads, um, depending. And, you know, what you what you decide to use is your where your target market is. You know, if your target market is on Facebook, then you should advertise there. Um, and, you know, that it's one of the things I took away from uh, your webinar yesterday that you got to go where they're, you know, you got to go where they are. Well, and I, and you got to define who they are first. <laughs> A lot of people. Well, yeah, well, do you, <laughs> no, to know, to, 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 to know where they are, you got to know who they are. <laughs> right. And that's just, I just, you know, for some, I mean, I, I don't know. I've been in business and this is my business is totally evolved. I never thought I'd do websites and I'm moving away from that, but it took me a long time to step back and really make a commitment and set and st- literally get away from the computer and who is my audience and what is the value I bring to them and how do and people that because it doesn't it's not a tangible result type of a thing immediately um but it's it's definitely worth doing um so a question for you what made you decide to to change that like you did you did genesis websites like you did websites right yes i did well you know and that was never my intention when i started uh oh okay so it was never your intention it wasn't like you were a designer developer and then it's like no, i don't want to do it anymore okay no but it's funny because i wanted to do graphic design that was all what i always wanted to do growing up and but then i was a speech major i, I mean i love doing this stuff and i fell i fell in love with wordpress when i realized um I remember looking at the, at, at the CSS. I'm like, so if I just change this hex code that changes the color, I was working with somebody who goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can, I can figure this out, but I enjoy the teaching and the training more. And that's more where I find my audience connects with me. That's the value. I can break stuff down. It's like, it's not that hard. And my audience isn't programmers and developers. Um, but the journey and the podcast really blew things up for me because that's where people were connecting with me. And I get more, when I do the personal shows, I get more comments and feedback when I share the struggles and the triumphs, but I'm sharing, right? And what I've learned and what I do differently, that kind of stuff. So that's why I realized, you know, I've always wanted to do speaking and that's more in alignment with who I am and the value I bring. So, and it's scary to say, okay, cause this one's bringing in the income right now. <laughs> that was the thing for me. Like I, I, I really don't blog and I have those same fears about blogging. Like, so I'm, I'm making a very conscious effort to blog more, but the reason I didn't was for those same fears. Like, um, like, Oh, like what are people going to think? Or what are people like, uh, well, like they're not going to like my ideas or they're not going to like me. And, um, but it's just one of those, it's just one of those things you got to make a leap. And I think because and the funny thing is it, 
most people are kind of thinking about themselves anyways. <laughs> so if you're going to share something, you know, when you create content, and I forget, it's, it's just human nature, right? So there are definitely the trolls out there, they're going to get snarky. But when it comes to WordPress in and of itself, I don't find that there's a lot of that to begin with, because it's such a community based I don't know. It's it's so community based, but um, I, I forget what show it was. But I linked to my first blog post on the WordPress chick ever. It was friggin' hysterical. It's like a paragraph. There were no links, no images, and I'm all, who wrote that? Like there was no voice, there was no personality, but it was literally you did. right. But my point was, I did it right, and you just stick with it. So, yeah, I. And the more I let go of what people think, the more I have fun writing. But um, actually, that brings me to their question then. So I noticed that you don't have an about page on your site. So and that's really one. I of get the, that a lot. Because it's a high click through page. And, and what's the reason for that? Um, I mean, my OK, so are you in the witness protection? And, <laughs> no, if I was, I, I mean, I so um, I thought about it, putting an about page on my site. My site is called ozzyrodriguez.com. When you first arrive at my site, um, there's this huge picture of me that pops up. And next to it, it says, I make WordPress work for you. That's kind of, for that site, it's kind of about who I am and what. Um, so I guess I could go back. Like, I, you know, the about page would just, oh, well, you know, this is my experience and this and that. Um you know, I have a portfolio. I'm going to start blogging more. Um, but I actually get that question a lot. Maybe I should just bite the bullet and put an about page up. Um, but that's kind of why. Like, it's, I mean, you arrive at the site, ozzyrodriguez.com. And then. Well, I would just pictures. out of curiosity I, if you did it. Because um, my, my next question is you don't, do you have a mailing list or do you stay? Um, not really. Like, so. I mean, do you, do you develop mailing lists from like blogging or like, you know, people subscribing to your stuff? And I didn't really put out stuff. Uh, so no, no mailing list, really. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if I, if I continue on this whole, I'm going to blog kick. I might talk to you next year. It's like, oh, look, I have a mailing list now. Look at my 10,000. That's, the, 10, new, that's the new SEO. What, what's the new SEO? Mailing list. It's like screw link building. It's list building. Well, it's not going to go anywhere. Oh, oh, like okay. You've, you've made your, you know, like SEO is about um, getting your stuff into more, you know, in front of more people's eyes by improving your search rankings and being number one or top page or whatever. Um, by building a mailing list, by list building, um, you're creating your own kind of SERP where you're always number one. That is the best way to put it. I should have had unmuted you last night. I wish you would have piped in with that because <laughs> it well, it does. And that's the whole thing. It's like that quote I gave last night, he who has the biggest list wins. And, and that's probably going to offend some people again. But the bottom line is, if you're doing something, especially if you have, you know, any source, any, any type of training or teaching or, or information marketing, you definitely you want those people who say, yes, I'm interested in hearing from you consistently. And, and I agree that the blogging and the content, when you've got more of that, it makes more sense. Like I've, uh, so I've started being more active. Like I've always loved Twitter. I've started being more active on Twitter. Um, and so my followers have increased. So I have a little bit, you know, like you start building a little bit of an audience just by being active, just by putting yourself out there. And blogging is an extension of that. Do you get a lot of traffic from Twitter? Um, I did. It's, it's where... 
I get a lot of traffic from Google and Twitter, definitely. Whenever I uh, actually push a lot of traffic, I think, um, from Twitter. Um, actually, I know I do. From uh, I use like Bitly, like the URL, and so it tracks um, the links that go through. Uh, I have no problem sharing content that I find useful or interesting. Um, and so I, I push a lot of traffic uh, to other people on Twitter. Well, I think people trust you more when you're willing to share value, regardless of whether it's yours. They're like, oh, he's a good guy. It's just that, that, okay, this is cool. You know, people appreciate that. Okay. So how do you market your business? And because I know you, your site at San Jose WordPress web design, do you go out and market locally? What do you do? I don't. So most of my, most of my, <laughs> most of my clientele has become, and I, I say, I don't, I need to, and I want to. Um, I'd like to grow my client base, you know, but most of my stuff, um, I'd probably say like 90% of my clients are referrals. Well, that uh, speaks volumes. I do a lot you. of referrals. Um, and it's, you know, I've been able to keep myself busy since I started um, doing this full time. Is just, you know, it's like I did something for somebody and then they gave my card to somebody else or they told somebody or I did a website for, um, someone for their business and they they asked for like a bunch of business cards and they put them right out there like where people come in first come in nice um, um so stuff like that um i try to you know i try to do my clients right i try to be honest and transparent with them um and they appreciate that and they tell others about it um but that's not to say that you know i don't want to kind of venture out i'd love to do you know something for somebody in the middle of you know kentucky or Ohio or, you know, um, but for now, I think the other thing with staying local is I know the area. I know what people are looking for. Um, I know what they're not looking for, which is a big part. And I think a lot of people miss out on that. I know what they don't want to see. Um, and so I can, you know, I don't really do marketing, but, um, I can create a website that really serves them for you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's why, um, I've, most of my stuff is local. Yeah. So along those lines, it's interesting. So when you do just, if you don't mind sharing, not so much your process as much as the types of, and obviously it's going to be contingent on the client, but the types of packages you do, like as an example. So I have a client that, um, was having some issues with stuff. The site's up and, um, somebody had designed a custom Genesis theme for them, but I went in and I'm like, well, where's your analytics? Where's your sitemap? What well, you're not tracking it. <laughs> so, you know, because for me, like I mentioned, like I don't want to do brochure sites. Well, I'm moving out of that anyways, but I I like the marketing piece of it. I want, you know, what what are your goals with this site? And you have, you know, so because I don't really work with local clients um, and have it in the past. So where I was saying if I do sites, it's gonna be the whole thing. It's gonna be the coaching and stuff. So what role do you play in that piece with your clients? Um, so it depends on what they want. Like you said, it's, uh, I do, um, so for, I mean, to start off, if they're, I do three basic, three, like pretty much two packages. Um, I do theme customizations, um, you know, for, if you have a lower budget or say you find like a, you know, a theme that, oh, that's perfect. I just want to change this and that, whatever. All right, cool. So I do that. Um, Okay, so back to three packages. Then, <laughs> then I do uh, the whole like you know the PSD to Genesis or HTML to Genesis. Uh, 
if they have a design that they that they really like, they have a designer, um, and they want it. They want a WordPress. They want a Genesis site out of it. Um, or I have one um, client. She's really awesome. She she actually builds. So she's a designer, graphic designer, um, and she knows HTML really well. So she actually builds the site in HTML and then sends it to me and, and says, make a WordPress theme out of this. Um, so she does that with her clients. And so you just get to do the stuff you enjoy doing. Well, not that you don't enjoy doing working with your clients, but she's basically, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a, a, you know, you could consider her kind of like an agency mm-hmm. where, you know, she she's out there doing whatever and she just doesn't know WordPress and she doesn't want to know WordPress. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and then I do the design, the, you know, complete design and, um, you know, WordPress theme, uh, uh, custom theme, um, the full Monty, as I like to say. Uh, so I did, you know, I do, I do all of those things now in all of those Genesis, if it's a theme customization, they're very, they're set up. Genesis itself is set up to, um, be able to be searched really well. It's, you know, it's, uh, the markup on it's nice. Um, but in everything I do, you know, if, if I'm custom coding or I'm taking a design that somebody else did, um, and bring it into a WordPress theme, I try to make it so if they want to, you know, be able to track whatever, or if they want, it's set up to be, I, I do SEO best practices, um, as I do it. Um, if they want me to install like Google Analytics on it, Webmaster Tools, whatever, you know, I, yeah, that's fine. I install a install a plugin. Here's your code. You know, knock yourself out. Um, so all of that stuff. But a lot of, you know, you would be surprised. A lot of companies, like small businesses especially, they don't even know what Google Analytics are. They don't want to log in and track it. They don't, they just don't care. Like they're busy doing their own stuff. Um, so as far as like maintenance and I do maintenance and support. Um, and that's one of the things that I do do for them ongoing. Um, if they'd like is, you know, keep track of their analytics, keep track of, uh, what's going on on their site. How are they getting their visitors? What are their visitors missing? Like, what are they coming to your site and not seeing that they want to see, um, that kind of stuff. So, um, it just depends on the client though. Yeah. I, I found that a lot of, I think where I got, because I do enjoy the content piece so much, I, I felt like I was I was running up against a wall because people don't want to create content. They want to just get a website up because they know they need a website. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, I mean, the, the last local site I did was only because I know them and it was for a spa. And I said, I will barter with you <laughs> because I have like a year of massages and great, great company. And they needed a responsive site. So I'm like, OK, well, that's easy they're probably not going to be blogging. Their goal was to be able to, their gift certificates, the sales dropped because the site wasn't responsive. So, and then their, their sales for the gift certificates went up, right? Because they've been in town for a long time. And anyways, so for that, for that purpose, it's like, cause I don't want to do maintenance for anybody. And so, you know, other than just Google local, they're fine with it too. So, uh-huh. okay. Let's, yeah, let's, no, most, most, a lot of people are. Um, okay. Sorry. But l- I want to shift gears a little bit and just, so you, you really fell into your business, like you said, kind of accidentally, but there, there has to have been some challenges or obstacles you faced. You want to share any of those that, that you dealt with while building and growing? Um, probably. So the cool thing about like the, the WordPress community, um, as far as like, if you run into anything that you need help with, um, man, I don't know how to do this or, uh, man, I'm really having problems with this. 
Um, you can kind of ask and float it out there and you'll get a response. That's actually how I met Rob. Um, is I was running into something. I was ramming my head into a wall and, you know, I'd seen him post some stuff or I hit him up on Twitter. It's like, hey, dude, I'm having some problems with this. You might help me out. And so it's been, uh, it's ever since. But um, as far as, as far as like growing um, your business, I think when you're first starting, most people have like these grandiose plans <laughs> for like what, what they want to become what they want their business to be. And I mean, it's great to have dreams and stuff. Um, Just keep a close grip on reality though. Um, And know that the amount of work and the amount of effort that it's going to take to get there, if you ever get there, um, is going to be absolutely crazy. Um, And then the longer you're in business, the, um, and marketing yourself, you know, getting your name out there, the easier it gets. But, um, yeah, I talk to small business owners all the time or people that are just starting, like entrepreneurs. They have these huge, you know, it's like, all right, man, that's like, that's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's funny that you said, I, I think back, I'm like, had someone told me it would take six years to get to this place where I'm like, I, I feel like it's been a lot of culmination. <laughs> I would have given up a long yeah. time ago. And so it, it was kind of ignorance is bliss, truly. Because, yeah. like I, you know, it's just, I, I look back and it's like, I, I've done a lot of stuff, but I stuck with it is the key. So I've tested and I've tried. I've, I like information marketing. I really yeah. do like the teaching and stuff. I produced a movie in 2010. I've done Kindle, the podcast. So I've tested all these different Ooh. things. Yeah. And, Big and, time. and always had that stuff in the background that's like, now it's going, okay, where do you get the best ROI? What do you enjoy doing the most? Mm-hmm. What makes the most sense? It's really stepping back and kind of being a grown up about it. Um, yeah, and get ready to fail a lot. Oh my god, um, <laughs> that movie cost me. And I think that's dollars. <laughs> and with, so, how's that for? Was it good? Can um, I get? Can I get it at Redbox? <laughs> you know, what? I'll send you the trailer because it was on Women in Business, and I went and I interviewed fourteen other women, and some of them are big names. Um, and so, oh, it was. I it like was, Women in Business. The, it, the failure behind it was was. Um, just one of the, like, I think I mentioned it last night about that. You know, one of the women said, Oh, you can sell it at my event. And it like sat on the table. And so I rushed it because I got okay. caught up in everything. And so, you know, the, there's a lot, there's a lot there. I'm still going to use mm-hmm. it. I'm going to, I'm going to test it on my new site, Kim Doyle as a uh, free plus shipping offer to grow a list. Um, because uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to touch it again in terms of editing, but I'm going to give it away. They'll just pay for yeah. shipping. Um, so it, it's one of those things that had you, had I known, I mean, because it was uh-huh. a hellacious undertaking, but you keep going, right? Have you ever read yeah. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield? Um, I don't think so. I don't read a lot. I, no. Well, I read, I read like really nerdy stuff. <laughs> like tech manuals and stuff? <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, I picked up, I picked up a book on like, like, a, uh, like jQuery or JavaScript. I forget what it was called. It was like advanced, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, I that kind of stuff. But that's the beauty (laughs) of WordPress. I think there's so many different opportunities. The war of art though is because it's all just about his point is show up and do the work every day. It's, it's not Mm -hmm. I think the dreams and the goals, those are really important to have a direction, but you have to be able to course correct along the way in in my opinion. But actually that brings me to the next question then, which is, um, you know, I think as WordPress has evolved, we see there's so many different, 
models for having a WordPress business, right? So we're obviously That's our cool business. Thing about it. That, yeah, exactly. So do you have any, you know, recommendations to somebody who wants to start a WordPress business? Um, and whether it's web development, marketing, you know, theme development, any suggestions or tips? Um, I, it depends on their knowledge base. Uh, if they, like, if they know WordPress, um, like, I mean, there's people out there like that charge a few hundred dollars to install WordPress. Yeah. And, I mean, I think they're scumbags, but. Well, yeah, because and it, people don't know what they don't know. And so people go, yeah. yeah. And, and I was I was reading one of your posts where it's like the difference between a customized theme and a theme customization oh, yeah. and a custom theme. Right. I, I mean, yeah. I don't do custom themes, so I've never charged those 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 costs. I mean, we do some customization and so it doesn't necessarily yeah. look out of the box like it did more than colors and stuff. But but, yeah, people totally. don't know the difference. No, and they, you know, and it's it's taking advantage of people who don't know. Um, so, um, if you're going to start a W a WordPress business, mm-hmm. don't do that. Like, don't because <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I can curse, but you're yeah, pooping on all of us. Yeah, you're, you're I mean, you're shitting on everybody yeah. in the community. Um, just because you know that that post actually came from a client that um, wanted to make some changes. Their developer disappeared. Um, it's like, oh, I have this completely custom theme. Um, you know, ho- hopefully you can make the edits that I want. So I go in there and it wasn't a Genesis theme. They bought it on uh, Theme Forest, mm-hmm. uh, the other developer. And so I had to break the news to them. It's like, no, I'm sorry, you paid eight grand for, you know, somebody to change the colors on this, but here it is. Uh, I, I had really recently sad. too. It was it was this huge agency in New York and, and this gal back there mm-hmm. and the guy kind of disappeared, wasn't responding. And I'm like, all he did was install BuddyPress, which you didn't ask for, um, because they weren't looking to do a commute on the site. But literally just an install and added the logo and changed the footer color. And I was like, you paid yeah. $2,500 halfway through. And I'm like, this is off. Yeah. So uh, I guess if you're going to, I'd say, um, depending on your knowledge, more and more, if you if you can build like a really cool plugin or have an idea for a really cool plugin, and that kind of... Um, we're like uh, we're working on a few things, um, Rob and I. Like a few plugins. We're actually um, my new site. I just launched it. I think last week, Super Bowl. Yeah, so last last, last weekend, um, I built the we I built a theme uh, that's going to be for sale. Nice. Um, what are you going to tell us any names so I can include the links? <laughs> um, it's not live yet. It's going to okay. be. It's we're going to sell it on WP Bacon. Uh, okay, the theme good. is called Liger. It's very magical. How do you spell that? L i g e r. Oh, Remember, you ever seen Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, once. The magic, the magical animal. <laughs> I'm more of a Harry Potter girl. Liger. Sorry. Oh. But yeah, that's what a. Uh, it's called Liger, and uh, so we're going to be doing that. Um, we have some plugins in the works. We haven't decided if we're going to charge or um, put them out for free. Um, I th- if you. I, I know a lot of um, people that have started WordPress businesses just in the past couple of years, um, and they do marketing. They don't they don't know WordPress that well, mm-hmm. um, but they can market. And so you know you can use WordPress. Um, you can start a WordPress business and really know nothing about WordPress. Um, it's kind of one of those things that um, if you look at it from outside of the box, I don't know if WordPress is becoming too big to fail. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Because of that reason, because you can just jump in and charge people exorbitant amounts of money to do nothing. Um, but um, I just, I don't know, I guess 
if you're going to start a WordPress business, um, I'd say not so much like, oh, what you should get into web dev marketing or, you know, like development of stuff. But I, I guess just be honest and um, don't don't make the community look bad. Um, well, that's huge. Do I you think there are any? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think there are any particular areas? Because like I've always said, I think I think if somebody really likes WordPress. So as an example, I have a couple of coaching clients and so they have kind of a web development business where they do web WordPress sites for clients. And a uh-huh. lot of people that got into it accidentally, not in the way you did in terms of coming from even HTML and stuff, but yeah. kind of found it and, and got into it. They, they really want to develop a, a better strategy. So they're not constantly exchanging time for money. So doing mm. teaching and training and stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was, to me, it seems like there's a great opportunity for the teaching and the documentation of stuff because it, it happens so quickly, like you're saying, the changes. But if you can teach something really well to yeah. your audience, it, it's like a win-win, right? So for me, I don't teach coding of Genesis. I teach the user how to use it. And and so yeah. I get to so share something I, I love. Yeah. I um, a few people, like I've, I've talked at a few of my local meetups. I've never presented at WordCamps or anything, um, but I present at like meetups um, in the area. And, um, you know, they say, oh, well, why don't you teach how to, how to do this? Or why don't you do that? I, you know, it's, um, I guess I, I, I can be semi-captivating. <laughs> to my own horn. That's, you know how hard that's it is a tweetable. To, I can be semi-captivating. <laughs> To keep uh, to keep a like an audience like laughing and whatever attentive for you know an hour while you're presenting something at a meetup. I meet up. myself, so I and I think that's a problem. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So, but no, like they were into it. They were really into it. Um, so the thing, um, so the funny th- on that on that blog post, the theme customization versus theme development. Uh, somebody left a comment and said, "Well, you have to teach them how to use WordPress." Um, you know, as a basis, why you charge so much for one or the other. I think you have to do both. So, I mean, for my clients, I, you know, I subscribe to WP 101, mm-hmm. uh, great like video tutorials or whatever. And actually I let them watch videos as I'm building their websites or ask, you know, if they can get comfortable with the back end. Um, and there's, you know, there's people like you that, um, you know, teach WordPress, Bob, Bob WP. Um, he does that. And I think, for me, if I were to get into that, I'd have to bring something else to the table. Um, I think you guys do such an amazing job of doing it. Um, I'd much rather refer people to people like you guys. Um, and I can think of, you know, unless I could think of like in a magical way uh, of doing it or a much better way of doing it uh, than look out, Kim. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> until then. I'm totally um, captivated. So it's not just semi right now. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's so, I don't know. I think that, you know, and that translates to other walks of life and other aspects of business too. Um, well, I can just do the same thing as other people. So, um, well, I, I like totally agree. Oh, well, sorry. I just, I, cause a couple of my coaching clients, it's like so many people want to do this beginner WordPress thing. And I'm like, really, do we need another yeah. one of those? And it's, <laughs> you know, it's like, is that where your heart is too? Like one gal, she's just absolutely, which I love too. She loves gravity forms. She does everything with it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, Adam Warner has done a course on gravity forms, but I'm like, there's room for a, a different take on that or what you use it for. But 
I, I don't think we need another just how to use WordPress. You know, I mean, I thought about just no. doing those as free, like a page that just has like six free, but I'm like, it doesn't excite yeah, me I, to do it. And so, and when it comes to stuff like that, I'm really like a, a I'm a, I'm kind of a bad teacher. Um, just cause I try to, I think I take too much for granted or I, I, I take what I do know for granted. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, I've had a few people, Hey, can you teach me like the, the backend stuff, like the coding stuff into WordPress and like, what's your background? Um, Oh, I just done HTML. It's like, I'm not going to teach you how to do PHP. Like that's tough. Well, like, and there's other places. Scratch. I don't know how to teach that. Yeah. And th- aren't there other places? I mean, they can go learn that stuff anyways, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. No, there's tons of stuff out there um, that do that. Um, I know, uh, I mean, you know, the, you can go like to Treehouse. I know that new, um, the guy behind Press Pressgram, uh, John Saddington. Uh-huh. He's he's starting. Uh, he's started a site, um, and the name escapes me right now. Um, I'll get to the link to it. Okay. Um, but that's what he's doing. It's he's he's hiring experts like in different fields um, to kind of do that. And it's a different take. It's it's a little bit of a different take than uh, like what Treehouse does uh, or other places like that. But it's looking it's looking really awesome. He's pretty um, brilliant. So that would be definitely cool to check. Yeah, out. he's so funny. We had him on the podcast too. He's so funny. Um, he's so mellow and we like, love funny people on the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah. yeah i love his story too and what he did um well so you already yeah. touched on you know what's yeah. coming this year for you guys so are you i so i guess so ozzy rodriguez you're gonna keep doing what you're doing yeah. and blog some keep, more I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow up like the hindenburg <laughs> i'm gonna pull a i'm gonna pull a carrie dills this year no I don't think I can give that big. She blew up last year, huh? She's she just rocks. I actually did. I don't know if you look. She my new my news. Nowhere. Pardon me. She came from out of nowhere and just took over. She's well. She, you know what I love it. Her personality comes through in everything she does, and so that's what really drew me to her. And um, I used her new theme for KimDoyle.com, mm-hmm. and then she yeah. shared it, and I'm like. Yeah. Girl, my content's not all up, but it's all good <laughs> um, because everybody loves loves the way it looks. But she just—I yeah. want to do a—that's um, kind of my goal with the WordPress check. Like I said, it's more collaboration this year as I shift, yeah. but still keep it going because I've talked to her about doing a Beyond Basics for for work, mm-hmm. for Genesis users. Um, yeah, she would teach it. I'll host it. I'll draw the audience and stuff. So um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's pretty that's awesome. Fun. So with the no, plugins um, and stuff, can you share any of that, or like, are they even like what type of plugins you guys? Um, so it's it's they're so they're they're basically plugins. There might be something out there kind of like it, um, but they'd be so like one of them that we're that we're working right now. That's going to be we're basically building plugins. Um, we're building themes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, we really need this. We need something here, like a team. Like say like a, a, a team, like we want to have like about our team, like on this theme, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, so we look around, it's like, oh, that won't work. That won't work. Uh, that's not exactly quite right. Quite right. As far as what we want it to do. It's like, oh, we'll roll our own. Um, and, you know, the theme will be built to use it and it'll go into the theme. Um, but you can use it at any Genesis theme, um, the team one specifically. Nice. Um, so um, it's stuff like that. And the thing with, I, we're kind of taking a different take on, um, not a different take, but 
like on theme development. So um, like Liger, for example, um, the site, the theme that I'm using on my own site right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is gorgeous. It comes, thank you. It comes um, built to support uh, WooCommerce um, and EDD, uh, which like by default, like you're not going to have to do anything. If you turn WooCommerce on, the all of your WooCommerce pages are going to be styled. Um, so you don't have to install the WooCommerce Genesis Extend plugin. <laughs> the the Connect, well, yeah, the that Connect, you sorry. do like it uses. So it uses those those two. You install both of those plugins. Mm-hmm. But once those plugins are installed, you don't have to do anything else. Nice. Like you don't have to worry about WooCommerce styling or um, like the theme takes care of everything else. And it's um, which is I think that's that's kind of been lacking. I think. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a few Genesis plugins, but especially on the EDD side, the Easy Digital Downloads. Yeah, um, you don't see that very often, especially like on in Genesis themes. Um, so we're trying to do that and just try to make stuff that um, people will want to use. Um, yeah, they'll look cool, um, but the functionality, like what you're gonna get, how they'll work, uh, is pretty. It's much easier. Um, like we're not gonna have like a ridiculous amount of theme options. Um, well, I think too, like anytime a plugin is born out of a problem like needing necessity. to be solved, yeah, it's like that's yeah. that's ideal, and especially if it's something if you guys are finding you need, um, then absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, you so, definitely gotta like, keep me in a loop so I can share everything. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll push it out. Hopefully, by the time you have Rob on, we'll have actually launched the store. Um, I keep bugging him every day to keep it going, keep it going. <laughs> uh, so. Um, but yeah, one of them, one, one theme's in the can. Um, another one's coming up. We're going to try to give away some free themes too. Um, um, and then as far as, um, so there's that side. Um, and I'm going to keep trying to just, ex- you know, expand a little bit, um, and keep working with, uh, good clients that want help and want help in the right way. I guess they're, they're not trying to, um, I've had a lot of people that I talk to, they, want to they want the shortcut mm-hmm. you know oh how can, how can i get fast yeah exactly um and i don't really subscribe to that philosophy you kind of kind of have to do the legwork and do the work um i i just want to learn a lot more actually this year um, that's well you're doing a lot it's great i mean the fact that you've got your yeah. your your web design stuff going and it just is consistent and it sounds like mm-hmm. obviously your work speaks for itself so you get to uh, you get to play with the stuff that you love doing yeah. for a living with, oh, with yeah. everything with yeah, Rob. People, yeah. people pay me to play. Okay, cool. Awesome. awesome Thank day. you very much. Great. I'll talk to you soon, Ozzy. All right. Bye. Thank you for being here with me and coming along this journey <laughs> and being amused. Um, when I think I'm funny. So well, hopefully you do. Um, but leave me a comment. And if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, there is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review. And um, we will be talking soon. 